Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good Saturday afternoon, everybody. This is Right at Home with Rich. I am your host, Rich Orris, and for the next hour, we are here to talk about your home. We got some great topics today. Have a wonderful expert guest with me today on appliances, uh, Kim Zimmer from Autco Home. So we'll get to we'll get to you in just a minute, Kim. I want to kind of run through some of the things that we have here for him today, but so. In the middle of the show, I will have my Rich's Ride-at-Home hacks. You do not want to miss that. I actually came up with one on appliances, so stick <laughs> with it. You're going to love that. you got to hear hear that every time. And, and, and we're going to talk to Kim about a bunch of appliance stuff, but I've also got some stuff I can do um, with the snow coming and the wet and the water. You know, I, I'd love to touch on some flashing um, around the house, how to side, put in windows, What's the proper way and the importance of flashing? And, and maybe some tile stuff, um, you know, in our right bath. We got some some great tile options for our right bath that I would love to be able to go over with everybody today. And as always, I have the Stefanina's gift card giveaway. So one lucky caller, um, call in, ask a question. When you call in, leave a phone number with Zach that we can reach you at. At the end of the show, I will pick one lucky winner, and you will get a $25 gift card to Stefanina's Pizzeria Italian Restaurant, one of my favorite place out west in in St. Charles. There's one in Chesterfield, um, O'Fallon, and Winghaven near me. I've been going there for over 15 years. Get in on the $25 gift card. It will get you a great dinner for two, I promise. Um, and then next week, we'll just give you a call and uh, get it, get your get your information and send it out to you. So got some great things going. Want to jump right into this right away. So I'd like to introduce Kim Zimmer with Autco Home, um, all about appliances, a great working relationship with Mosby that we partner with. So how are you doing this afternoon, Kim? I'm doing great. Looking forward to the snow. Yeah, aren't we all? I mean, you can't... Oh, gosh. It, it seems like for some reason this year, they're all hitting on the weekend. We've had more snor- snow than, than normal, but it seems like it's always been the weekends. It's like just, I don't know. It's just to mess up our plans. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely. Well, and you were talking about your, your daughter's cheer competition that you're going to be traveling this weekend. So that's not sounding too good. No, hopefully it's not so bad. We're just going to Springfield, Illinois. We leave tonight. Okay. Come home tomorrow, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, drive safe. Yeah, bosses be, be, want me in careful, on the office so. on Monday. So. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep. Me too, for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> it never seems to end, does it? Yeah, I was got to work. <laughs> yeah. 
So, so let let me start. I always like to start out kind of just a more personal thing, get to know you for because I mean we've been working together um, even before with Odco and everything prior to that, but um, just personal stuff on you. Are you from St. Louis? Have you always been from around here? I was born and raised in St. Louis. Um, my was born into the appliance industry. I literally can say that with 100% guarantee. My father was a service tech for his whole life. He ran his own company. I worked with him for 29 years before him and my mother passed. When we closed their store, we had to find jobs, be yeah. grown-ups. Yep. <laughs> You know, not that I wasn't a grown-up before, but when you work for family, it's a lot easier than when you work for someone else. Yeah, but um, that was a, a change. It was a big change. It's been a good change. I'm not the boss in charge anymore, so I kind of like that. I get to be the employee most yeah. of the time. Um, I said that, and I should think about it. I'm kind of the showroom manager now for our Fenton location, so I guess I'm a little bit of the boss in charge now. Um, but that's okay. I like my job. I like where yeah. I work. But I was raised in appliances, and for some reason, it's a sickness. I love them. I love learning about them. I love uh, everything that has to do with them, but I want to start from the ground up with a product, like how it's put together, how it's going to work, how long it's going to give you a lifespan for. Uh, I would like to see people stop being throwaway appliance people and buy stuff that's going to last for a very long time, which is something we get to do with Mosby, with the uh, partnership I have with everybody there. They tend to listen to what I tell them, and uh, clients tend to get products that they're happy with. Yeah, yeah. And that's an interesting point that, you know, you speak about with the actual company and and what you do and and coming from more family owned smaller and different stuff and you know I talk to people all the time about you know the size of a company and and how can it run better and things cuz like you know I I I did my own work and had my own little small business for a little while and before I got in with Mosby as a lot of our project managers have and stuff like that that we bring in, you know, a lot of them have had their own companies, but, you know, I always kind of look at it and and explain like, you know, I'm really good at what I do. I'm really good at at running a a job or scheduling and doing stuff like that. I'm, I, I feel like I'm really good at meeting with people up front and going over stuff, but I, I could be great at that. Or if you want me to, I could be good at meeting you up front and trying to run your job, or I could be okay at meeting you up front, trying to run your job and trying to run a business, or I could be bad at trying to do all three of those plus the accounting for a business. You know what I mean? So if you put great people in all those places, then you're great at everything. Yep. You know, so it it is difficult sometime with smaller, less people, you know, either just in the family or one person trying to wear four or five hats. It's like you can be great at one hat or bad at five or where, or somewhere in between. What are you after? You know, and yep. there, there's a lot to be said for how companies work like that. And that's the nice part is Mosby's got it set up to where the designers bring the clients in. I get to talk to them. We get to work through the process together. And then I get to talk to a project manager when things are sent out and put onto the job site so it makes it a lot more simple and a lot more streamlined for all of us. Um, yeah. We kind of try to do the same thing. They've placed the right people in the right locations with the right products and the right knowledge, and it's growing daily with all of us. Um, I think that we have the right team in Fenton. We have the right team in Page. And then there's those of us like me. I can go back and forth between the two locations, which makes it great. We do have a small location in um, out in O'Fallon. So, yeah, it's a smaller location, but we do have a a team out there as well. So we're kind of hitting all the marks. Um, 
So is that all three locations? All three you have? locations. Okay. And uh, I tend to work between the page and the Fenton, but I'm mostly at the Fenton location. Um, we just put a brand new um, display of product that no one in St. Louis has but Akko, and it is Gaggenau. It is a German product that has been around for 333 years. Uh, it's been in the States for probably over 30 years or better because I've been selling it that long. So um, I'm excited. It's a higher-end product. It's very um, unique, mm-hmm. but it does a lot, and it has a lot to offer to the clientele. So we're excited to be the first ones to really put a great display up in St. Louis of it and to be able to show it and showcase it. Um, we had a big open house. We're probably going to have a couple more as time goes on. And uh, I'm excited to bring on a product that Scott Mosby has yeah. had in his home for a million years, thanks to me. So. Yeah. Um, that's one thing, and we have ninety percent of the brands out there we carry. You know, yeah. we can get them. We can compete with everybody in the marketplace. Yeah, and and it's great to get you know having a working relationship like this. It's great to be able to guide people to the right people to to make good you know good education, good questions figure out what they want and really, you know, it's kind of the same thing as that business wearing those hats, one person trying to pick out appliances and plumbing stuff and going through all this. Yeah. It's just never that great. Um, so having that person to say, you know what, you talk to this person, you're going to get, you know, in what you need, you're going to find what's going to work for you. And, and then it can actually, you know, work out in the end. But, I'm, but I didn't realize the O'Fallon location, um, that's great. It's, so it's good for me to, to, to learn that too. I didn't realize. How long has that, that been open? It's been open about, I've been at ACO for four and a half years and we opened it uh, probably three years after I got there. Okay. So it's been about so three about, years. Okay. It's um, off of K. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a smaller location, It's but mm-hmm. it is in a retail strip mall right behind a gas station there. Um, okay. They are there Monday through Friday. They take appointments on Saturdays since a lot of people don't realize it's there. But they are there Monday through Friday. They have um, hours from 8 to 4.30, just like everyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, I would tell you to go in there and look around, check yeah. it out. They don't have as big a display as us because it is a smaller location, but anything they don't have, they can get. Yeah, we exactly. All have the and same, they can show right. you and talk to you about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. So I had, a, I had a client out in St. Charles a couple of weeks ago, I guess, that we actually did their you know, room addition with their kitchen. Um, it, it's probably been at least 15 years or something like that um and everything still works great looks great but they're double oven um and you may have you know they may have maybe contacted you already or maybe not but they're double oven they've had repaired like three times now and they're just to the point where they're like i think we're just ready if it breaks again we're just ready to buy a new double oven because every time they fix it it's like you know three to five or six hundred dollars and they're like we got it you know they got like fifteen hundred dollars wrapped up in it and they're like you know what's a new one cost i'm like you're probably getting really close to that it's time to rethink that so i was like contact kim but i told him about the page because they're off of 360 um or well they're off of 370 but they could get to page you know but i didn't think about o'fallon because they get to o'fallon i didn't know that store was there so that's great and i'll gladly run to o'fallon i go everywhere Mm -hmm. doesn't bother me yeah yeah, that's a that's a great topic. Is when do you replace your appliances? Yeah, exactly. You know, think about it. You know, something hits fifteen years to twenty years. Yep. People start thinking about remodeling because they get tired of the way the kitchen looks or the products may not be working as well. That's yep. usually a good rule of thumb. If you've had it break down more than once, especially if it hits that two or three mark and it's fifteen years old, 
a lot of those parts may not be available either. Yeah. So my advice when you hit that point, start looking at a new unit. Yep. Check it out. Sizes that's may have what changed. I told them. Everything may have changed, and now's the time to do it. Yep. So. Yeah, and that's what I told them. I said, you know, Kim will be good at, you know, what you want in it, but then, you know, taking this model number and understanding what will fit. Right. You know, I said, because you may be a little bit limited because you got to go with the size and then pick from what fits in that size so we're not remodeling a kitchen again. I had quite so. a few of those in the last two weeks. It's crazy really? how many people with older ovens are coming in and their sizes that we don't make anymore. Yeah, yeah. 27-inch apple ovens aren't made anymore. And yep. it's getting to be a little bit difficult to find them in great products. So come yeah. now while we can still yeah, get hurry a few up good while brands. You can, while you can I don't find know what's going to happen next year. <laughs> That's all I can say. Yep. Well, well, Kim, this is awesome. we got a lot more we can cover about um, our relationship and our some of our estimating you were talking about and how you help with that. And, you know, a lot of great things to come. But, hey, feel free to give us a call, too. you got an appliance question for the expert. Get in on the conversation. 314 241 9797. All right, we are back and we are just running through this. We are having a great time. I have appliance, what I call appliance expert, Kim Zimmer with me. She helps us on so many uh, kitchen, laundry room, any type of appliance jobs, you know, that we have appliances in. She, this is one of our trade partners that we use work well with together and do a lot together with. And this is about getting the experts together just like we do for building your kitchen, your home, your laundry room, whatever it is, and getting to, to great products, great jobs, great working, you know, working relationships together. And, that, and that's what this is about. So feel free to join us. If you have a question for Kim about your appliances, if you have anything that maybe you're thinking about, um, and I've got my right at home hacks coming up in the next segment. You're not definitely going to want to miss that, but get in with us right now. It's time to get with Kim 314-241-9797. And so Kim, we, you know, we've worked together for years, um, as you know, companies and, and, and making selections and, you know, helping out. So can you just maybe help describe to the, to the listeners, maybe what's, what's so good and what's so helpful about having the designer there with the client, with you, going through and picking stuff out and really getting educated? Well, the best part is, is before your designers even bring them in, I've already given numbers to people at Watt Mosby. They have a list that I've given out yeah. every year that has a prospect or a number. They have a budget number that works for them. So we've already got something established. So it makes it very easy when they walk in the door because I have a budget number in front of me that I'm working with. Yeah. So we already know where we want to land. And if they decide they want to go over, they can. Um, most of your customers come in, no preconceived notions. They look at everything. They think about it. But they go by how they want to cook and what they want to do. Yeah. Uh, the designers have listened to what they have to say, how they want it placed in their kitchen. We always, we always work through that. And it comes out great every time. We've had a couple hiccups here and there every now and then. But usually everything goes off without a hitch because the designer's well-prepared. Yeah. And they listen to the homeowner. I listen to the homeowner. And between the three of us, we usually end up working out and everything comes out perfect. Um, we do the indoor. We do the outdoor. I'm working on an outdoor kitchen with one yeah. of them right now. So excited. I can't wait to deliver those appliances. Um I do know that I was called for the handles for the cabinetry the other day. I have to get those over to the job site for you. Um, but 
you know, it, it get fun projects. It makes it all worthwhile. Yeah, know? yeah, and and that that estimating piece is so helpful to us, and it's something that you know, it, again, it's that working relationship of you know talking about it and figuring out well how can we help each other to make this easier down the road so so basically what happens is you get to one of our estimators a list of you know high medium low you know what are people after and and then we can have those price points not necessarily exact prices but price points of that that line yep and then, so it's great for our designers because then when, when we're talking up front with the clients, we can gauge that with them. Where do you think you're at? What have you seen that you liked? And and then as we're designing, we can place them in their allowances and everything. Okay, you're, you're, you're probably going to be a medium, you know, and it's okay to switch from high to low or whatever, but it gives a great starting point and, and good, honest estimating up front that doesn't leave people disappointed, you know? No, usually they're very happy with the fact that sometimes we even come in under budgets that it makes me even happier. Yeah. So yeah, they'll, it's great. they'll have used the high level and we'll be a medium client when we get all said and done. And they're like, Oh wow, that was even better. Cause yep. now my budget's a little bit more workable. makes me a little bit happier. makes them happier. And we always like to make the client happy. That's the biggest thing. So oh, I like absolutely. it when I like when they come in with the estimate a little bit higher and we can come in a little bit lower. Cause then we all look like, you know, kings, we've done our job twice as good as anybody else. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and you know, I talk about all the time, a, a lot of companies are so price-driven or like new construction. I hear about it all the time with new construction. You know, oh, they gave me a lighting budget of $1,800, and it was 8000 or they you know, give them an appliance done. budget of three thousand dollars, and they want to spend twenty five. Yeah, grand. exactly. It's like mm, we're off a bit here. So they're like, "Wow, I thought my house would be three hundred thousand, and by the time I picked out my appliances and my lighting, and so it's about getting to know people, understanding what they're after, and trying to guide them in the right path, so that you know we're not doing that. We're not saying, "Yep, your kitchen will be here," and then all of a sudden everything's way over. You know, and, and like you said, there's hiccups and and we're not always a hundred percent accurate and sometimes we may hit it a little low, but you know, most for the most point, you know, of most people, we can get them into a decent allowance and you know, yeah, when you come back with an allowance reconciliation change order, it's great to have a credit on there. Always. You know, they, they, they absolutely appreciate that. It's, we, we've had more of those lately than we have had to do the increases, so I'm pretty happy about that. Yeah. I still have to get the estimator the correct pricing for 2019. I'm going to work on that next week. Yeah, yeah. A project for me for next week I know I have that's on my list to get done. Yep, and, and yep. so we do that in our estimating system every year to just kind of keep us current of, you know, we don't just get the pricing and then three years later go, wow, this is getting more expensive than we thought. It's about staying in touch and staying on tap and you know, that sort of thing. And of course we have our right kitchen, right bath. We have our, you know, design build. We have these different areas and divisions of different levels of projects that, that we do. So yeah, sometimes we're GE, sometimes we're Wolf or, you know, Sub-Zero, stuff like that. All right, we are back. We're here talking appliances. If you have any questions for our in-host our in-host guest expert here on appliances kim zimmer with me 
Give us a shout, 314-241-9797. Lot, a lot of great information on appliances here, and hopefully some great stories, too. I've got one that I'd like to get to, but first, I'm going to go into my Rich's Right at Home hacks here, and we're going to talk about some appliance hacks that I came across this morning, and I'm going to see if if Kim has any information on top of these once I'm done. Um, but yeah, came across some interesting ways to clean your appliances. So, and, and I do this every week. So last week we talked about the best ways to clean your mirrors and, and how to do that correctly. And you can go to 971's website and, and find the, the latest, the last episodes from a week, two weeks last year. And you can hear some of these if you missed them. But for today, Tips on how to clean some appliances. So your dishwasher, what we're looking at, and I and I find this with people all the time, is you got to clean the filter. I find so many people that don't even know there's actually a filter in their dishwasher. Why does this smell funny? I'm like, if you clean your filter, you got to clean the filter. You want to wipe down the gaskets so you keep those nice and fresh and sealing well. And then what you can do is instead of purchasing something, you can put a just a bowl of white vinegar on the top rack and run a run an empty cycle with just that in there to just kind of deodorize the whole thing. And so you've got this stuff in your cabinets. You don't got to go buy something special, cleaning packet or whatever. Um, your microwave, the food that hits around, um, the easiest thing to do on your microwave is to put a bowl of water in there, heat it up till it boils, then let it sit. Then you can clean out that microwave. Makes it much, much easier to wipe clean. Um, your your coffee machine is kind of the same thing. Is you know put uh, two parts water to one part white vinegar. Put the filter in. Run that through, and then run it through again a couple of times to get rid of that vinegar taste there in the, inside of it, and flush that thing out. And that will help with all those deposits that could clog. Um, that coffee maker and your refrigerator last on my list, what nobody does. And the dirtiest spot in your home is if you pull out that refrigerator behind there, you want to clean out behind that refrigerator and you want to take a vacuum and you want to vacuum off those coils. They're either behind or sometimes on the bottom. Um, and you want to vacuum them off real good. And it just, prolongs the life of that refrigerator, puts less stress on it. And it's an area out of sight, out of mind. You know, you'll be amazed. You'll probably find things that you'll ne- you, you've you lost and, and didn't know you've been looking for for two years that the, the cat shot your favorite pin underneath the refrigerator or something. You always find that stuff in there too. So um, that is my hack for this week. Um, I'm going to be doing this every week with different things. So Make sure you stay tuned and tune in at the middle of the show for those. Hopefully, it's some great information. And if you have any ideas or thoughts on on anything that you've done, you can look at my social media. Maybe send me some stuff um, on Twitter, on Twitter or Facebook. Uh, Rich Oris uh, Mosby gets you right to my Facebook very easy, or at Rich Oris for Twitter. Give me some thoughts or ideas on social media would be great. And for right now, we'll get into some more of this uh, appliance stuff and. I want to remind you about the Stephanina's gift card giveaway, $25. Right now, if you were to call in and ask a question, you would literally be the winner. Okay, so get in on that too, and 
let us know what you got going on at your house. 314-241-9797. Now, if we get a couple calls, then you go down to a 50-50 shot at winning it. But we'll pick one lucky winner, and we'll give you a call next week, get your information, and send that card out to you. Great place to have dinner. So um, 314-241-9797. Lines are wide open. So, Kim, I... I, I I want to tell you a story that, um, kind of an appliance story, and maybe you'll have some insight on that too, um, that it was astonishing to me what I had heard the client actually say, and it kind of proves what we were talking about with you guys coming out in that level of service and really showing somebody what to do, how to use their stuff, and, and, and so that they know everything. And so, so what happened was, they had an issue with a downdraft and the, it was actually the installer. There was a floor joist in the way. So they shrank the pipe down and, and did some hokey stuff and they were having a real, you know, it was loud cause the piping wasn't right. So we were trying to figure out, um, maybe doing a remote blower further away and, and changing the pipe. You know, we're trying to figure out how, how can we address this and fix this? Cause they couldn't stand to have that fan running. It was so loud. And so the, the repair guy, the appliance guy that was with me, the repair guy, he looked at her double oven and, and the homeowner had come into the kitchen and he said, wow, he said, I love your double oven. He said, that is like one of the top of the line double ovens on the market. He said, you know, did you realize that it has like a cookbook in it and it'll show you how to do this and you can do a turkey. And then he started going on about all this stuff. And she said, yeah, no, I I didn't really learn too much about it. She said, I don't really bake. And I just kind of went, oh, wow, that's amazing. So she probably didn't have a real good educational experience at picking out her appliances. And she probably, they probably never asked her, how do you cook, you know, and and what, what do you use? And literally got her in like the top of the line double oven that even exists. And I can't even imagine why she'd need to, you know, if you don't bake. <laughs> but um, but it was astonishing to me that, you know, they designed this kitchen. It was beautiful. It had all this stuff and it had that. But I'm sure there was probably a different double oven that would have worked just fine or a single, you know, for her that she really didn't probably need all of that. Um, nonetheless to say they installed the stuff wrong and it didn't work well and we had to fix it, you know, so that she could stand to use her kitchen. That's a whole nother topic. But so I think that's the best service in the world coming out, showing people how to do stuff. And I remember you guys doing that, um, you know, with the, the dishwasher and the thing flipped out and just, um, and of course, well, I'll never forget how you did the chocolate, (laughs) on the slow burn thing or whatever the we've tried that with the candles and the little kits and all the different stuff. And the, I bet that chocolate sat there for 30 minutes and it was still in perfect condition for dipping the strawberries and stuff in that you guys brought. Yep. Cause um, she had an induction cooktop. So it made it very easy to work with. Just put it on that low temperature and just leave it set. Yeah. That's, that's amazing how, so, so explain how like, maybe a, a higher end or a more towards commercial or how something like that could actually be worth the money and work better than something that's simpler and, you know, cost less. And Well, like you said, someone didn't do their job right when they talked to her because the first thing you want to ask the client is how they cook. 
Yeah. If she said, I don't bake, then you're thinking, well, she doesn't cook. She probably caters. Somebody probably comes in and puts the food in there for her, so it really doesn't need all those bells and whistles. She just needs an oven that comes on, has convection. It's going to give her her basic features, and she's going to be happy because she doesn't need all those bells and whistles. You always want to ask if they need bells and whistles if they don't. Not everybody wants the functions that's going to push a button. It's going to tell you how to cook your turkey or cook your bake, bake your cookies or anything like that. They just want it to come on and heat properly because they already know how to cook. And when they cook, they're going to do it at the simple matter. They're not going to do it all fancy. So that's the first conversation. High, medium, low. Everybody's different. I have people who you would think would do more basic, end up doing more high end. It all has to do with how they cook. Yeah. If they want something that's going to do everything, then we're going to put them in something that's going to do everything, but we're not going to if that's not what they want. When it comes to your client that we went out and visited, she wanted the better things. She'd had them before. She wanted the same kind of products she had before, but she wanted them to be able to be simple to use. So me coming out, it made it easier because then she knew what functions she had and which ones were going to be the best for her to use. Yeah. Um, talking about explaining an oven or a cooktop, it's all about having something there for them to cook with. We brought the chocolate. We melted the chocolate so that they could dip it in the strawberries. We thought that was kind of a nice little hack on how to make that work properly yeah. for them. And it showed that you can leave things set for a very, very long period of time, and it'll stay the same shape. So they were chocolate chips, and they were like chocolate chips until you dip that strawberry in them. But they didn't stick to the bottom of the pan. They melt it perfectly, and that's what we wanted to show. Yeah, that, that was yeah, really amazing. I think we made cookies in the oven, if I remember correctly, too. So we showed how well the oven could bake those cookies perfectly for yep. her. So it was the simple things. I gave her a little tutorial on what to use in the dishwasher, how to keep it clean. We talked about the laundry that she got. You know, those are the things that make it easy. Um, your hacks that you just did were uh-huh. perfect, all on the money. That's everything I would tell a customer. Awesome. Everything. My problem with products and not keeping them clean is the products that we use in the dishwasher or in the wash machine. Our soaps are causing part of our problems. So that's okay. a whole other story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so um, we've got a stack of calls here um, on the line. But So I think what I'm going to do, and if everybody can hold on, uh, maybe we'll get to our break a minute or two early, and then we'll leave a little more time to actually take a few of these calls when we come back. All right, we are back. We are live here with Kim Zimmer, expert appliance uh, sales and and just expert on everything with appliances and any information you need. So speaking of which, we've got a bunch of phone calls here. So I'm going to go to um, Sally here has a question about the front-loading washing machine. Sally, are, are you still there? Yes, I am. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, thanks for calling. I really appreciate it. And what do you? What's your question for us? So my question has to do with the um, the drain outlet that is on the front of my washer. Um, I'm if I ever have some sort of like it fills up and it's not spinning out, I go in and unclog it or whatever. Is there? I have a GE. Are there any that have a better location than at the very bottom? And I ask this because we're going, I, I need more counter space and my person that wants to, that we're having redo the, the laundry room said, well, if you put your washer on the, you know, without those towers, if you take the towers off, but 
I don't know how I could handle it if, because um, I always put like a bucket underneath it and it drains out. Do you have any recommendations? So you're talking about the little thing you open up and you pull, unscrew, and you can drain the water out when something gets blocked inside of the system, correct? Like coins yeah. and whatnot? Yeah. Um, yeah. Brands like GE, Whirlpool, Samsung, they still all have that front inside of them. Um, I have an Electrolux. I don't have that. I also haven't had any problems with coins or anything getting blocked up inside of mine yet. Um, theirs is done from the top, right in the, I think it's the front corner, if I remember correctly. Um so you do have an option if you're going to do it without having them stacked or sitting on side of the pedestals. The Electrolux brand is really good, and it's what I have oh. at home, and I love it. So definitely would recommend wow. it. Okay. Solution solved. Thank you. You're awesome. Welcome. So then you can lower it and get a little more counter space for you, too, then, on top of yeah, that. I really enjoy having those front loaders. I, boy, I can't use can't use the cupboards that are already there and it's it's really i don't know it doesn't really work very well for a regular home <laughs> yeah those pedestals raise okay. them up pretty high and then they hit into the cabinets above i totally understand that yeah yep well, thank you very much you're, well, welcome. you're very welcome thanks for calling in sally we appreciate it and that does bring up you know a, a question real quick here that you know because there's a lot of talk out there about front loaders and and how well they work or how well they don't or is there a problem with them and people that have gotten them and they're not happy with them and you have any insights on how they've maybe changed them in the past eight years or 10 years or you know what's the latest scoop with those front loaders so here's the problem most people say they don't like front loaders because they leave an odor you get mildew build up there's a residue here a residue there you know um I have a family member who's adamant she'll never own one because she says it always has mold buildup and stinks. I said, I've had a front loader for 20 years. You come in my laundry room to go into my house. Have you yeah. ever smelt an older? And she goes, no. I said, please don't say that anymore because yeah. it's not the case. <laughs> what happens is we use liquid soaps now for high efficiency and they tend to leave residue over time. And that's where you're getting that buildup. That's why you have to clean it so much more often. You can find high efficiency powder use that you're going to have less problems and then only use a tablespoon of soap to do your laundry that scoop you're oversudsing everything that's why we have oh. eczema that's why we have dermatitis that's what's causing all of that less is better than more that is the rule of thumb that i've been sticking with for 20 years and i'm going to stick with it forever so what about the the, the little pods oh I, that's plastic you're adding something else into the system that's going to break something down over time if we want products to last longer, the powders dissolve better, plain and simple. Oh, wow. That's that's very interesting. So I never knew that. And the sad part is, is 90% of what you see out there is liquid. It's very hard to find powder. I just ordered mine and it's coming today and my husband's going to probably be upset with me because it's not cheap, but I still pay for the stuff that lasts mm. and works the best. Yeah. No, it makes perfect sense to do that. And um, so, so my mother-in-law had, had gotten a, a new washing, you know, washer and dryer, um, few years ago, and she was complaining about how long it takes to run the load. And she's like, you know, it's like 50 or 55 minutes to like run a load. And of course I'll probably be visiting you before too long because <laughs> we have, I mean, my washer and dryer is probably 18 years old. And it's starting to make a noise, and I think I'm done trying to fix it. 
you know, it extend its life. Um, but so, but after having that conversation with her, I thought, well, I don't even know how long ours takes. So I just did a normal cycle like I would on ours. And, you know, you turn the old dial, you don't really, nothing fancy. And it was still like 43 or 44 minutes or something. I'm like, there's, so 50 to 44 is six minutes. You know, it's yeah. not like it really, just, I, I was in my mind, I'm thinking, wow, how long, it's going to take twice as long to do my laundry. And Well, it doesn't take twice as long. The washer is usually about 47 to 50 minutes. Okay. But your dry time is half. Yeah. So what we would put in the dryer before because the clothes were sopping wet yeah. and would take an 30 to 45 minutes to dry now takes about 20, 25 minutes. So you can do a full double the loads yeah. for the amount of time that you usually sit and do laundry. And a lot of the washers, if you're doing really small loads, they have like 15, 18 and 20 minute washes that will work, especially yeah. if you're using less soap because you're not oversetting. So it doesn't need all of those extra rinses to get all that soap out of your your clothing. Yeah. You know, it's the slap and dunk method. That's why it works the best. Nice. Very good. So great advice. Um, having a great time here and I appreciate you're here and I'm going to jump to, uh, Fritz. Fritz has a question about appliance brands. Are you with us, Fritz? Yes, I'm still here. Hey, thanks for hanging on. That's okay. I appreciate you taking my call. You too. Um, I, yeah, I'm just curious. You know, we've got all different kinds of stuff, and I'm just curious about, is there a certain brand that you would recommend over over the rest If I when I do start, you know, getting getting new stuff? So it all depends if you're going to do the whole kitchen at one time or you're going to do, well, you know, a couple pieces here and there. Um, we have a lot of brands at our locations. My, I have favorites. Uh, I tend to lean towards the high-end products because they last longer. I want things in people's homes that are going to give you 25 to 30 years of lifespan with very little service. And if you need service, there's great techs that can take care of it. So for me, Sub-Zero and Wolf usually hits the money every time. Um, and then we have our new Gaggano, which is also another high-end product. But then we go into Thermidor, which is a little pricier than what it used to be, but it's still a really good brand. And then we have Bosch. And I love Bosch for a very, I don't say basic, but it has everything most people want. And it still gives you a great product because it's in that BSH Home Appliances, which is Bosch, Thermidor, and Gaggano. So you can't go wrong. And we do sell GE, and we have Monogram, and we have Profile, we have Cafe with all their pretty new white and, you know, slate black appliances. And we have a great new display of that as well in our showroom in Fenton. So it's beautiful to see. Um, I do KitchenAid, Whirlpool. You know, I pretty much have everything. We have the Frigidaire, the Electrolux. I would say it just depends on what you're replacing and if you're going to do it all at one time or just piecemeal it. Right. Yeah, myself, it would probably be one at a time, maybe two. Okay. And if you're going to do one at a time or two, you want to try to marry the colors and the stainlesses. Everybody always thinks one stainless is a different tone than the others. So you want to kind right. of try to marry your brands. So if you do two at a time, it makes it a little easier. Okay. Well, great. Thank you. You're Sound welcome. good for you? Yes, sir. I appreciate the info. Okay. Awesome. Appreciate you calling in. Great question. And um, got a lot of great stuff going on here today. I really appreciate you being with us. Um, and I'm going to get to, um, we got about four minutes, so let's jump to one more um, call here. And uh, we got, actually, I'm going to go to Mary has a, a story about her vacuum cleaner. What do you have for us, Mary? Uh, I just want to tell your listeners, um, uh, I have a shark um, vacuum cleaner, 
and it's made for, um, it has a control on it that it can be, you know, you can use it on um, carpet or hardwood. And I had a problem a couple of days ago when I turned the um, machine off. It was depositing back on the floor the hardwood, what I had just vacuumed up. And I found out that um, I had not taken the filters out and rinsed them. They're pretty, they're, sti- they're foam. It's yeah. really, 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 really dirty. So um, you rinse those out, let them dry 12 to 24 hours, put them back in there, and um, it's, it helps a lot. And my, I have a question which, for your guest. The powder uh, detergents, does that hold true for um, top loaders as well? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Because most of our top loaders now don't have agitators. They have those smaller, flatter agitators at the bottom. Yeah. So the liquid soaps will build up over time in those as well. There's a clean wash on every wash machine made today. Okay. Well, mine's pretty old. It was my mother's. So um, you've got a good one. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I know. Okay. That's why um, I like the. I always like the liquids, but I'll switch. So thank you. You're welcome. All yeah. Right, thank you, Mary. Awesome, awesome question there. 